WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Your web search is over. It's time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive as the SEO rock stars log on to rock the net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening, jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars, guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Hey folks, welcome to the SEO Rockstars. I'm Fake Jake here with Oil Man for a special two-hour show tonight on Yahoo. Oil Man, how you doing today, man? Oh, dude, I am having I'm having a great day uh, because mostly I heard all my my instant messenger went crazy this morning with all my spammer affiliate buddies that had just got wiped out totally by Yahoo last night, <laughs> and I went and checked all my stuff and. And I managed to, to avoid a couple places here and there, but for the most part, I managed to avoid the vast majority of, of the carnage. Um, until I, you know, then I fired up Anonymizer and thought I would actually check the real results because I have this stupid Canadian IP address now. And uh, I, it, was a, it wasn't quite as good when I did that, but I still was Ooh. okay. So it, it left me in a pretty good mood for the day. Yeah, I think all, I think all of us got hit, man. It was, uh, it was bad. I'm, I'm, it's, it's good to hear you're uh, lucky enough to escape it because... My uh, IM window started going off about 1 a.m. this morning, and uh, <laughs> it was mostly sobs. So uh, <laughs> it's like a it's like a train wreck that you're driving by. Really, I mean, there's there's bodies all over the place, random websites thrashing in agony. It was just it's it's crazy. I was talking to a good buddy of mine that does a lot of uh, you know we're not going to talk about sites, but I think we can talk a little bit about industries. And uh, a lot of the, uh, the it's really high, the high competitive stuff is what was coming across my desk mostly, you know the, our, the pills, porn, and casinos of the world that seem to have taken a beating. Um, what were you seeing on your end there, Jake? Well, it, yeah, I, I saw a lot of the same thing that it seemed to be mostly high com, uh, high competition stuff. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't looked fully through all of the data I have yet today. But um, from what I saw and from what people were sending me last night, um, it, it definitely affected the high competition areas, um, which is which is kind of interesting because tonight, uh, as well as the the massive uh, the massive droppings we're seeing, I uh, want to address some other issues that that look to be related to to competitive sites as well. Um, we've seen some some news in the last week of of some hard coding of sites in Yahoo. Some evidence of that. That's that's really interesting stuff. Um, I was reading the thread over at Danny's forums there, Search Engine Watch forums. Searchenginewatch.com, and there was, I don't I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, it feels a little bit of a tinfoil hat conspiracy thing, but if you start digging through it, it's really hard to deny that there's something going on when you look at those parameters on the redirect script. Yeah, it's it's interesting because especially Danny Sullivan is not one to. To cry wolf, he's pretty level-headed, but when he comes out and makes a pretty sweeping statement like that, I think a lot of people sit up and take notice because he's not a guy that jumps to conclusions quickly. And for him to say, "Oh, look, you know, we're seeing this," uh, as well as as well as some some other people I've talked to saying, "You know, we're seeing this," and these are very level-headed people. These are not the the tinfoil crowd as you mentioned. So I think a lot of people are starting to wonder. 
and they've got some uh, you know some evidence that, that this may really be going on. Also, um, something that's been plaguing us for a while is the redirect problem. There was some evidence after PubCon that uh, it was fixed up, but uh, I still see some problem reports out there. Yeah, for sure. We were uh, we were talking about that in the super session, and I think it was our, our good friend Web Gorilla Greg Bozer that was uh, as he was even talking about it. Tim uh, Meyer from Yahoo jumped up and ran out of the back of the room. And it was, coincidence, his phone was ringing and all on, you know, so on and so forth. But it uh, he did announce the very next day. Tim did that the 301 thing was being fixed. And I've seen a lot of cleanup on it, on a lot of the stuff that I was working on, but uh, still, maybe it just hasn't fully propagated through the system. Right. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. Plus, we've got the issue with 302s. Uh, what's most interesting is uh, is uh, the 302s are the default redirects on both IIS and Apache, which are, of course, the two most popular web servers on the Internet. So they've got to deal with those eventually. And and finally tonight, I think we're going to cover um, some site match questions. I know a lot of people still have some some questions on both the normal site match product, which is a single page inclusion service, and also the uh, the feed product. Exactly. But before we jump into all that, we're going to step back just for a minute here, and I'm giving Darren some fair warning because last time we stepped back to commercial, and Darren just about <laughs> fell over himself trying to get it all lined up. So, Darren, my buddy, are you listening? We're going to take a quick break, we're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back. We're going to jump into the Yahoo extravaganza. WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch media.com today. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted feeds industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit positiontechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Tulsa to Tunisia, Boston to Bogota. All united through WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back, guys. Welcome back. SEO Rockstars here with you on a Tuesday night. A uh, special two-hour Yahoo extravaganza tonight. And we'll see who we can't, uh, we can't pull in with us tonight. Uh, Yahoo! Yahoo's the subject of the hour. And... 
first, I'd like to tackle some of these drop sites, man. It was a, a bloodbath, as we were explaining b- before the break. Um, people I aming both me and Oilman with, uh, oh, my God, we've lost 47 million sites today. Um, Oilman, you had much of a chance to look at it? I Like I say, I, I dug in a little bit. I was looking at... Uh... Uh, some SERPs that I'm that I'm really familiar with, and uh, there's a there was a remarkable difference in a lot of the competition that was floating around. Uh, primarily, like we were talking before the break about the the holy trinity of affiliate marketing, pills, porn, and casino. And you know, it's interesting because you know you want to think that Yahoo came along and was wiping out affiliate spam. I mean, that's sort of you know everybody that I talk to is in that space, and it was. You know, I, you know, I'll be bold enough to say that a lot of spam was killed, but when I look at the results that are still there, it's still very much a spam fest. So I, I don't know exactly what they were trying to accomplish or if they really did accomplish anything, or did they just get onto one technique that is working across several of the very high competitive markets. Well, that's interesting that you bring up a single technique because... Um, Yahoo, in general, has been up to this point more susceptible to search engine, um, what I call pure link spam, and that is if you want to rank for a particular term, you get a bunch of links with that exact anchor text, and boom, you're number one. It's like clockwork. Um, throwing out any sort of link weighting, you know, you get 10,000. If, if pers- the person at the number one spot currently has 999 links on electric guitars, and you go out and get a thousand links for the words electric guitars, you're going to rank above them. And it seems to just be a popularity count with uh, anchor text. Exactly. And, you know, and I've seen that on, you know, rankings of pages with zero content at all. Or they rank for something like, let's say, account suspended. And that ranks number one for search for electric guitars. So that does, I mean, what does that leave you with as far as measuring why is it ranking? Well, what's interesting is I think uh, as, as far as, as measuring that, um, you know, obviously this just happened last night, um, although there were some tremors earlier this weekend, um, but the, the major blowout just happened last night, so I haven't had too much time to measure it. But but before, you know, it, it was, it was I, I thought it was uncanny because you 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 aimed exactly for one term in Yahoo. It was almost one page per term, you know, old-style SEO, and boom, you rank for that page. Whereas Google, you go out, you get a 1,000 links for a particular term, um, all directed at that exact term. You're not going to rank as high as, as you might think you will. And, and I thought that was always an interesting, uh, an interesting feature of Yahoo because it made the index almost too easy, too easy to spam. Oh, I, I agree 100%, you know, it's 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 my my new age old age old adage that a hundred thousand bloggers can't be wrong, and <laughs> you see that you see that everywhere. Um, and, and and I mean we touched a little bit on this stuff last week talking about the sandbox, and we you know we even did mention that you know you get a crap load of links, and Yahoo just goes, wow, this site got a hundred thousand links overnight. They must be really important, and they pop you right up to the top. Whether you stay there is really not you know part of the deal at this point, but Google would be, you know, these guys got 100,000 links overnight. That doesn't seem right. Maybe we should not, you know, pop it up to the top. So, 
you know, is this an indication that the free ride at Yahoo is coming to an end? I don't think so. Not quite yet, because as we know, the free ride at Google isn't over yet exactly. So, um, you, you know, though, but what's, what, what bugs me about the whole thing is that Yahoo seems to be doing a little bit more tweaking, shall we say, manually than Google does. Um, the yeah, and, and this gets to what we're going to talk into next, but let me just back up and say that I think a lot of the the cleanouts we see on Yahoo, in my opinion, are more are, are more human than algorithmic, whereas in Google I think they're more algorithmic than human. Um, the weird thing about last night's cleanout is, to me, it doesn't have any other rhyme or rhythm than it was done in competitive industries. It wasn't done across the index. It wasn't done to all sites you know, in every SERP, in every category, it was done to very specific, or very specific industries, plural, and very specific, um, almost very specific SERPs as well. There's there's some industries where I'm noticing one competitive SERP was white, and the other competitive SERP was not white. And it it almost looks SERP-specific, not even industry-specific. And that's really, really weird, and an indication of what I think is a human intervention and not an algorithmic intervention. I think you're you're definitely onto something there because uh, I I will tentatively say I might have perhaps used similar techniques to a lot of these big time spammers <laughs> on <laughs> on some more second tier markets and all of that stuff pretty much like I was saying earlier stayed rock solid so. And, and and we're actually segueing into the next topic a little bit, talking about the hand manipulation and how how can we tell which SERPs, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, one of our sites was in it and is gone, how, how can we tell by looking if we think a SERP has been hand manipulated or not? Well, the um, what, what happened yesterday was interesting in that uh, I haven't figured out a way to tell, and I know a lot of people are working on it, but... You know, we, we can't even nail down the industries at this point. It seems like some SERPs were, were manipulated and some SERPs were not. But as far as this hand manipulation goes, uh, Danny Sullivan posted an interesting comment in uh, his forum, in searchengineerwatch.com, and I'll post that in the room now. And what was most interesting is Danny came out and said, yes, I believe there's evidence of hand manipulation. And I keep going back to Danny because Danny's, you know, he's a recognized voice in the industry. I would say he, he runs a large search conference. And what's most interesting is Danny does not jump to conclusions. He says, slow down, let's think about what we're saying. But in this, he definitively said, yes, I think that Yahoo's results are being hand-manipulated, which is, and he did it in a thread that was actually about Google hand-manipulating results, which I thought yeah, was he interesting. Was, he, was, he was all off topic. He should have been nuked. I mean, really, come on. <laughs> As moderators, no, but, um, you know, he says, he says, look, there's this code on Yahoo called H equals, it's a parameter, to the RDS script, which is their redirected tracking script, and this H parameter shows that, uh, that, that a result has been hand-manipulated, and good ROI in our, in our room here, who's a regular listener, um, came back and, and followed him up with, look, there's actually a couple parameters there. Uh, one is H equals 1, which shows a hand manipulation. And he theorized that another parameter, H equals 2, shows some sort of secondary manipulation. And then H equals 0 indicated the lack of any hand manipulation. 
So what I went through yesterday is I went through with a couple people, and uh, I have a, a nice little list of the top 500 search terms. And I, Just I, a teeny-weeny kind of, little list. A teeny-weeny little <laughs> list that I've, that I've compiled from various sources, and I checked them. And I, I took a sample of, of the top 30 search terms that I have on my, my proprietary list that I made here, and 90% of them were hand-manipulated. Um, and, you, you know, this started, and good ROI, I, I got to credit good ROI and, and Ray, who are both in the chat room, but it started when they noticed that there was a particular pharmaceutical SERP in Yahoo that looked too clean, too clean to be good, which I thought was, you know, pressing in and of itself. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, it's, I mean, we got to be, I think we got to be a little bit careful here of saying the H1, H2, H0 is clear evidence of hand manipulation. But oh no! It's certainly it's certainly very strong evidence to create an hypothesis that that's what's happening, because you look through, like you're saying, you look through your your list of top competitive words, and they all had the H1s and H2s in them. I looked through all the stuff that I had stick in all that second tier stuff, H zero mm-hmm. across the board. Interesting. Not but, a manipulated SERP to be found. If that's what is, you know, in it, fact, what the H means. There's also another parameter, and uh, credit to those guys again for for bringing this research up to me. That um, the, there's an FS parameter that appears with and alongside the H parameter um, in in what I'm theorizing is hand manipulated serps, but doesn't appear in non hand manipulated serps. Parameter that says SS equals, and I think it's an H-digit ID. That parameter does not appear in what we're theorizing as hand-manipulated SERPs, which might be another indication. And I, you know, to, to me, and again, this is all theory. You know, we're, we un, until we have someone from Yahoo come on and say, "Yes, you're right. This is all theory." But um, if I were to hand review things, I would certainly assign it a unique ID. One might uh, one might think that uh, that unique ID has something to do with the SS parameter. Again, just theorizing. Well, you, you have to put it. I mean, you have to do it somehow. And how I mean, they're they're going to redirect. I mean, the fact that they redirect is a whole interesting thing in and of itself, right? Um, you know, because it was it wasn't that long ago that we were running click bots on Yahoo search results to make our sites look popular, <laughs> and and that was popping sites up through the through the ranks. And it, I mean, that didn't work for very long, but. You know what? You know exactly what data is Yahoo gathering out of all these clicks. I mean, they're gathering obviously position, number of clicks, you know, all that sort of stuff. And and now we see these extra little parameters being added into the tracking, and it, it makes for uh, makes for some interesting sitting around and thinking time. Yeah, and and you know. Tracking clicks on a search engine is, you know, WebGorilla brought up a, a point in Webmaster World, I think, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, where he said, you know, tracking clicks with search engines is as old as search engines themselves, you know. Um, search engines have been doing it forever. They're going to continue to do it forever because it's, it's a metric of quality that they have. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the redirects myself, but I think the implication that they're hand-manipulating certain search results is, is an interesting one. I mean, you know, let's be honest. You go into a highly competitive uh, SERP, you look at one of the PPC industries, that's porn pills and casinos, and you see a SERP which in Google is flooded with affiliate sites and sites that are 
shall we say, aggressively marketed with respects to links. And then you go over to Yahoo, and you see 10 .orgs and .coms, which have no more than 50 to 75 links, all ranking top 10, and you go, something is wrong. You can't you know, scientifically prove it, but what you can say is, look, I'm a search engine optimizer. I've been doing this for years. My gut says that on a search that's getting 30 to 40,000 queries a day, it should not be dominated by a bunch of .org sites with, you know, with... Uh, uh, exactly. 50 links. Exactly. But what's interesting to me would be, you know, if we're talking about, I mean, if we want to jump, you know, even deeper into this conspiracy theory, which, of course, I love to do, I, you know, I'm going to postulate that, you know, if, if there's somebody or a team of people that are doing these quality checks and assigning out the H1s and H2s to sites that deserve, are deemed to deserve this boost, you know, we come back to that, uh, that you know, brown envelope full of cash uh, mm -hmm. deal. Because mm -hmm. I'm looking at a very competitive pharmaceutical syrup right now, and in the top five is a hyphenated dot .biz domain. Mm -hmm. And it's an H2. Well, I've been doing this affiliate thing for a long time. Hyphenated dot .biz domain is a spam domain. That is not a real business. And right. I look at I look at the look at the site, and it's very obviously an affiliate site. So how right. did that guy get his H two? Not not sure, man. Not sure. Um, that that's, that I would pay big money to know. That's that's a good uh, that's a good uh, question. Um, I am right now um, seeing if I can clear with a few people. Um, a SERP that we can throw out there because I have a bunch of people asking me for a SERP. So I'm going to go ahead and clear this with a couple of uh, people and make sure it's all right. Um, okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, if you do a search on Yahoo for uh, spyware removal, um, which is, I wouldn't say super competitive, but it's competitive enough. Um, there's a lot of affiliates out there in in uh, spyware removal, you know, doing promotion for it. And you can tell by the amount of ads. You know, always the amount of ads is a good little uh, indication. So I, I promote spyware removal with spyware, actually. Oh, do you? No, okay. I would never, <laughs> ever do that. <laughs> ever. I do. I, I, I've talked to some people that do. It's believable. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, but, but I mean, so, I've crossed many lines in my lifetime. I don't think I can cross that one. Not that one, huh? <laughs> if, you, if you look at the spyware removal SERP, and this is in Yahoo, guys, um, and compare that over with the spyware removal SERP in Google, uh, it, it's, a, it's a much, uh, I, I, I won't say dramatically different, but it's different enough. Um, the, uh, the, the Yahoo SERP looks extremely clean for spyware removal. I mean, really, really clean. And if you run your mouse over, you'll see some, some H equals one links out there. Um, and you'll see the SSIDs that we were talking about. What's interesting about that spyware SERP is that there's a couple pages in there that if you look at their other parameters, if you look at the links to the pages, um, they don't always belong where they are. Um, you, you know, a page with 50 links doesn't belong on the first page of a SERP that's, that's, that's fairly competitive. So, you know, it, it makes me think that this isn't, this is a hand manipulated SERP. Again, this is theorizing. But what's interesting is, Am I going to be completely upset if spyware removal is hand-manipulated? No, not really, because that's the sort of a SERP that you don't want people doing bad things getting into, right? You know, if someone's searching for spyware removal and then 
some evil guy with spyware ranks number one for spyware removal, it's not a relevant result, is it? Uh, you know, there, there's a good argument there, but it comes back to if the guy got there by devious methods, so what if it's about spyware removal? If he's actually an affiliate for some company that sells spyware removal software and the user gets to that site, they, they searched Yahoo for spyware removal, they went to a site that sold spyware removal that worked, everybody's happy except for who? Oh, I, the spyware companies, and I, I completely agree with that. All I'm saying is that Yahoo has a vested interest to hand manipulate the SERP if they wanted to, because you don't. What you don't want getting into that SERP is, you know, uh, spyware. Uh, you know, spyware companies. So, okay. so, you know, so that makes that makes perfect sense on on that particular SERP. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can see how that could translate to perhaps even the pharmaceutical stuff, because you want to make sure people are getting the right medication and it's not some generic cut stuff from across the ocean and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think you probably have a pretty tough argument in, you know, to follow that logic into some other industries, um, you know, like the adult industry or perhaps the, the online gambling industry. Right, because right. It's, I mean, it doesn't make any more sense that, you know, the the mother company should outrank an affiliate because it's not like gambling with the mother company is better than gambling through the affiliate. Region. Oh, I, I I agree. Let me um, pose a question to you. Um, I have a, a questions, and if you guys uh, want to ask questions, PM them to me, and we'll try and get them answered here. But uh, Jake Cornella asked us a question, and this is this plays into what you're saying, uh, oil man. Jay Cornella asks, does this hand manipulation affect future lawsuits against Yahoo, um, a la the Nazi Google SERP that, or that just happened not too long ago? Do you remember that? Uh, yes, I do, actually. I do. That's, it's just rushing back to me. That was quite a while back. Right. But uh, I don't have all the details here, but I, I'm sure you, you know more about it than I do. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was actually uh, it was, uh, uh, trying to pull it up on Google myself here. <laughs> I'll admit I'm cheating, um, but uh, I know that uh, I know that there was some issue with with Nazi and Google's. John, let me um, get that back to you. Eh? I think um, it was it was it was a uh, it was uh, an anti-Semitism site that ranked right. number one for Nazi or something, yeah, or, or Jew or something. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a reversal or something. Yeah, I, I remember something like that. And yeah. Google actually, there, there it is. Um, uh, if you type, I think if you type Jew, uh, you got, yeah, it was Jew Watch for number one. And Google actually has an AdWords running up there right now that says Google.com slash explanation that tells you, you know, what's going on. And they basically exactly. said, uh, you know, if you recently used Google to search for the word, um, it's disturbed, you know, we're, we're disturbed, we're getting these results, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they basically say it's all algorithmic. Um, this was actually a pretty low volume term, and they they kind of danced around with it. Uh, John, it's a, it's a good question, um, and, and and he continues with they were claiming that because it was algorithmic, they weren't liable for it. Um, it's well, an interesting then, it's an interesting argument. You know, are they liable? And I'm not a lawyer. And uh, are they liable? It would it would start to follow hand in hand a little bit with you know, not allowing uh, 
casino ads in, you know, in the pay-per-click side of things uh, for legal reasons. And it, I, I think we're starting to see, I mean, this industry has really matured to a point where this, this going out and searching for stuff, it's a way of life. And, and Yahoo and Google and MSN and all these search engines are media like the newspaper or anything else that you use to gather information. And should they be held liable for certain things? Uh, you know, like you couldn't ever, you couldn't print, uh, you know, a, a anti-Semite ad in your local newspaper. You couldn't. You wouldn't be allowed to do that. So that showing up on an algorithmic search, like it seems to me that there's this one thin little veil called algorithmic search that is not really strong. That's you know keeping the search engines from getting sued, and maybe people are starting to poke around the edges of that, and that's causing some SERP cleanup. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and and you know basically it gets down to and, and Google on that on that page. It's Google.com/slash/explanation, and I'll post that in the chat room if anybody hasn't seen this. And yes, it's all flooding back to me now. But Google has, in the second to last paragraph, they have a very good point. They say the only sites we omit are those legally compelled to remove or those maliciously attempting to manipulate our results. Um, I find it interesting, uh, that statement, you know, because if you were to connect up the hand editing of SERPs and go into, you know, and go into the, the legal explanation, then you would have to say things like maybe Viagra Yahoo might feel they're liable for because you know, they're selling pharmaceuticals or, or whatnot. But uh, I don't know. That's a stretch. Um, and, and right now I think we're going to leave it at that and maybe take a commercial break, pay some of our bills, and uh, we'll return with you uh, in just a couple minutes. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the Internet. DuoCash. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted fees industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Sponsor of the Webmaster World. Boxer shorts or blazer? Come dressed as you are at WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, we are back. We're about halfway through the first hour of our two-hour extravaganza show. We're going to take the first hour and uh, talk about Yahoo, and then we're going to take the second hour and do some 
other cool stuff that we'll fill you in on a little bit closer towards that last hour. But just to do a quick sum up, we've been talking about uh, hand-manipulated results or theoretically hand-manipulated results in Yahoo. We've talked about the uh, bloodbath of high competitive SERPs that took place last night. And uh, Jake has been telling me that the questions have been just pouring in through PM to him. So I'm going to turn it over to Jake, and he's going to start. We're going to start just cycling through some of these Yahoo-related questions and uh, see what we can do to help you guys out. Yeah, I wanted to mention, if you guys have a question, PM them to me. And I, I copied the wrong thing into the chat room there, so uh, pardon my IRC ignorance. Um, but uh, let's, let's start tackling some of these questions. Um, uh, we have a couple of anonymous questions, um, and we'll relate them to Yahoo since this is the Yahoo extravaganza. We have Mr. Anonymous writes, what black hat stuff can you do without getting banned? Um, well, uh, well, man, you can take that and then I'll take it because I think we have a lot to say on the subject. <laughs> what, what black hat stuff can you do without getting banned? You can do all of it without getting banned. It's really a matter of, of uh, level of expertise. I mean, a lot of people consider cloaking to be black hat technique. But I know that you can cloak and never, ever get caught if you do it right. You can, I mean, I, I shouldn't say you can do it all. I mean, if you blog spam every day, all day long, you're going to burn sites left, right, and center. But it's a matter of risk. You know, you're only going to use certain tactics on sites you're willing to burn. If you're not willing to burn that site or if it's a brand that you want to keep, there's, you know, there's a certain level of black hatness, as it were, that you're just not going to advance to because it's not worth it in the short term. I mean, that's really, that's sort of the, that, that's it in a nutshell, really. Well, what's interesting is I don't think, I mean, the, the question is, is what black hat stuff can't you do without getting banned? I, I'm not sure, um, you know, that oh, doing something black, yeah, well, no, he said you can. Do. He said can, but I'm saying oh. can't. Um, he, it's tough because it's not like you cloak or you link spam or you text stuff and Google just comes along and bans you. Um, number one, they got to find you. Um, I'm not convinced at this point that they have a ton of automatic filters, Google or Yahoo, really, that they have a ton of automatic filters just looking for people who are breaking the rules. A lot of people think that they do, but I, I, I just don't see it. I mean, text stuff all you want, you, you're never going to get caught. It would take too much resources for, for Yahoo um, or Google or any of the other engines to come along and scan for every page that has over a certain percentage of density. That would be, that would be kind of stupid. Um, and it would just be too resource intensive and wouldn't do anything uh, good for them. And the, the engines are all about automatic processes, right? Because that's the most efficient way to do things. As exactly. far as clo as far as cloaking goes, there's really no way for the search engines to detect that unless they've got uh, an entire spider network outside of of their their typical IP network, or that that they uh, you know have a couple of AOL dial-up accounts and some manual review. Um, it's tough for the, the search engines to get IPs without registering as themselves unless they lie. Um, I, I, I'm and in network engineering. I've search been, engines I've been... would never lie to us. Oh, no. Never. No. Never. I was talking to Tim Meyer today, and I said, hey, dude, so what's, what's this H equals 120? And he goes, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Tim's a good guy. I love him to death. 
But I'm pretty sure that uh, that might not have been the most straight-up answer, and he's probably listening, and I think I'm probably getting nuked off his IM list right now. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> Dilvey, Dilvey continues, I disagree with Google not having a lot of automatic resources. They have a ton of automatic resources. The hmm. question is, is what would scanning for some of this stuff do? Um, you know, a lot of spammers and a lot of black hats are really good at what they do. I mean, they're just like there's amateur white hats and professional white hats. There's amateur black hats and professional black hats. Um, we have some of the most professional black hats sitting in our room here. Um, Little Man continues. Um, they have a dupe filter. They have a good dupe filter going. Well, duplicate content is something that can really negatively affect an engine. Um, I, I, so. I, I gotta just—it makes me chuckle that that came from Little Man. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, um, you know it's true. Yeah, they have good dupe filters. Yahoo got exceptional dupe filters when they inherited Inktomi. And I'm not going to out Little Man for anything, but I think he's just posing the question there for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, I, you, you, anonymous who asked the question. Um, you know, the, the best thing to do always is to try it. Um, I know I do, and also Oil Man. Um, we test how far we can go before we get banned, and we look at why we got banned or, or what we did to get banned, you know. And a lot of times what we find is it probably was manual. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to the ban. It was someone came along, either reported us or saw the bad site in the surf because Google and Yahoo both have quality control working for them, and boom, you know, you, you get a handband. So it's not it's not as automatic as many people think. Uh, you agree with that, Oman? I agree 100%. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion about the, uh, like, you know, you, 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 I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, we someone reported us. There's There's been a lot of discussion. What is Google and Yahoo's best spam filter? Well, it's our competitors. Right. I mean, I, I honestly believe that. You know, I don't think that the algorithm, based on what we can get to rank and how easily we can get stuff to rank in the search engines, that if the algorithm is that simple to get it to rank, how are they catching us within a couple of weeks? And then if it was an algorithmic catch, we, could, we wouldn't be able to replicate it when that site got killed. But we can do it time and again, replicating the same results with new domains or new subdomains, and it works every time, but then some of them stick, some of them fall out. I think the I think the best spam filter that the engines have are the users and uh, and our competitors. And what's interesting to follow up on that a little bit is the new uh, uh, Yahoo personalized search, where you can do a search and next to the search results you can say you know don't show this URL in this search game. You can save your searches, and you can edit them. So you go search for your favorite pharmaceutical, and you go, I don't like any of these sites, and you tick them all off. Well, that's amazing data that Yahoo's gathering right there on your search habits and what you don't like in your personalized search results. Yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting data, but personally, I think the only thing that – the only people that are going to use Yahoo's personal search are search geeks. Um, if I'm searching for something, and I'm a search geek, if I'm searching for something, I don't have time to rate it. Um, I don't have time to customize my preferences. I expect the search engine to bloody do what it should do and, 
and show me search results that are relevant, right? I think personalized search is a neat idea, but it's never going to be effective in practice. It's like telephone surveys, right? You're going to get some people that will spend 25 minutes, you know, telling how the last day at the Hilton was, but mostly it's travel geeks, and you have to give them some incentive. Personalized search won't work until it's incentivized. Incentivized? Yeah. Yeah. So it won't work till there's some incentive behind it. You know, <laughs> Yahoo sends me $100 in ad spend. Okay, I might spend some time. But not to help them improve their search results. I have no interest in doing that for a number of reasons. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, let's, let's hit another question here. Um, oh, here we go. Um, our friend LVS, most search engines take a little time to do their thing. I assume by this thing he means to index and rank. Um, is there a good way to launch a search fast? What was the last bit of that? In, to launch a search fast, or launch a site fast, I'm sorry. Um, is there a good way to launch a site fast? Well, the quickest way to launch a site at this point is to get lots of links, right? Um, exactly. There is no more effective way at this point to launch a site than to get millions and billions of links. Um, that, that's well, it. This, this touches, again, on what we talked about last week with these viral sites, these funny little flash cartoons and junk like that that rank overnight. Um, and that's working on thousands of brand-new links overnight. I mean, that, like that, there's simply no better way to launch a site quickly than to get a bunch of incoming links on Yahoo!, a brand new domain, a bunch of incoming links on Google isn't going to do you any good at this point. Uh, Generally speaking, yeah. there are exceptions. Yeah, are exceptions. yeah. It's a, uh, geez, it's a, uh, it's a quick, uh, <laughs> it's a heck of a debate on Google because we, we, we go back to the sandbox, and I, I have to say the sandbox has become my Moby Dick. I'm obsessed with it at this point. Um, <laughs> Call me Ishmael. Yeah, really. Um, the, the sandbox is an interesting little little piece of work, again, and not, not to go off on this because we can go off on this all night, but uh, the, the sandbox doesn't seem to be applied universally um, at this point. Uh, I, I used to think it was. A lot of people still think it is. Um, I just I'm starting to see evidence that the sandbox is is not applied universally 100% of the time, um, and so so a new domain in Google, yeah, it may rank, it may have some properties. Google's going to have a problem if the newest dancing monkey, um, <laughs> the, the little dancing monkey cartoon doesn't show up. Um, if I register a domain dancing monkey and it gets passed around the internet and 150,000 bloggers write about it. Um, it, it darn well better show up in Google. I, I could I could get you 150,000 bloggers to write about. Oh it. oh, uh, and and I can probably do it myself too. <laughs> I'm a pretty good flash animator. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're but, an artist, man. You're an you, artist. You know it, man. But but seriously, I mean, it, it's going to affect the relevancy. So I've got to think there's some sort of whether it is manual intervention or not. Getting back to that, there's got to be some way to break that sandbox. Um, what what I like to think about. And I was actually talking with Ray about this. Just I can't remember if it was this morning or the other day. It all kind of blurs together. But she said, what are you going to do if Google ever turns the sandbox off? And we determined we're going to sit back and laugh as we watch this avalanche of sandbox sites just totally corrupt the search results. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, I think. But that's off topic, so kick me out of the chat. No, no, no. That's a it, it's an interesting uh, an interesting question for sure. 
Because um, what are they doing with all those sites that I've launched and you've launched and other people we know have launched that you know are doing well in MSN and Yahoo, but are non-existent for the most part in Google? I mean, are they just going to ignore those forever? And what happens if they ever let them all back in? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on that. You'll have to do some testing, mate, see how it works <laughs> out. Um, let's see here, going to the question. Um, 302 redirects in Yahoo. Um, questions, comments, concerns? I don't really have any. I think it's you know it's pretty much the same, you know, the, the typical 302 hijacking, 301's not working, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it's not anything I really come across. Like I say, recently mostly I've been working in, in second-tier uh, affiliate work, and the, the white hat clients that I have are not in areas where that's a problem. So I don't really come across it, so I don't really have a very valid opinion of it. I, the 302 reader uh, hijack bug still works great in Google. Um, it's still very, very effective. And uh, it, it, it still works very well. As far as Yahoo goes, to be perfectly honest, I haven't tested it in the last two months. Um, I'm not into hijacking pages so much. Um, I'll walk the line, but that's a line I'm not too keen to cross at this point. So um, I, I have no evidence in Yahoo. Um, I do know it works in Google still great because it, it happens to my client um, <laughs> quite a bit, actually, who's, who's ranking for a competitive term. What you do is you, uh, you take a new domain, you 302 redirect it to the old domain. What happens is the old domain, um, it, it's, its weight, its ranking still stays the same, but the new domain gets put in its place in the SERPs. Um, you've effectively hijacked a ranking. And it's, uh, it's very interesting to watch that. It happens, I would say, about half the time. And uh, who the heck knows why they haven't fixed that bug yet? Um, it's got to be annoying to a lot of people. So, Oh, absolutely. And it's not hard to do. I know guys that, that have built, you know, personal size search engines for different things. And on, you know, on a one-man budget with a Russian programmer, can follow a 301, follow a 302, and deal with all those status codes properly. So why can't Google, with all their programmers and their PhDs and all this kind of stuff, and Yahoo, you know, get a handle on these things? It's interesting because we were talking about this the other day um, with a couple guys in the in the office, and what I thought was most interesting is like, what do you do with the redirect? Someone posed me this question: three hundred two is a temporary redirect. By status code, you shouldn't use a three hundred two unless you're only going to keep that redirect up temporarily. That's what a three hundred two temporary redirect is. So, how do you handle it? Do you leave the old page? Do you leave the new page? Do you put the new page in but leave the weight of the old page? With a 301, a 301 is permanent. It says you're always going to be redirected. This is never going to change again. So, you know, it, it's very interesting because I can see where they're coming from in that we don't know how to properly handle a 302, and you webmasters shouldn't be idiots. That said, hijacking of pages shouldn't be working at all. It, so. it was actually uh, when Tim did his presentation at uh, the Webmaster World Conference in Vegas, he had a slide that had a little chart on it, and I believe this presentation was posted at the Yahoo Search blog. Um, you had a whole slide in there that had exactly how they, well, not how they do currently handle, but how they want to handle 
301s, 302s, 404s, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it was, ve- I mean, it was a very good slide. I'd encourage, if I wasn't actually trying to talk on this, I get lost in the chat room as it is. I would go hunting for it. But I think it's on the Yahoo search blog. It's definitely worth having a look at because that is what Yahoo wants you to do. And that's how they are moving forward in trying to deal with the status codes. Well, let's see if we can't find that for next week. Um, next question, uh, our, our best friend, Bill Viaf, um, what do you think about the, con- the context relevancy of links? Is it important? Um, me, personally, Bilby, I think it has nothing to do with anything. I think it's a lie perpetrated by uh, a lot of people that uh, don't understand the algorithm. Now, is he, is he talking anchor text or having a Viagra ad, Viagra link on a page just about Viagra, which I'm assuming I read the question is, about that. I read the question is, is, uh, is it important to have on-topic links? Uh, in my experience, well, I think, honestly, I think it is somewhat, or they're moving in that direction to a degree, but you can counter it with sheer volume easily, easily. So you, so you, think, you think theming plays a part? I do. I Interesting. Do. Interesting. And I think it's going to play a bigger part as natural language search and LSI starts to gain a foothold. Well, now, LSI that, is that's still a ways. I mean, it's a significant yeah, year into the future uh, we're as talking, far as rolling it out on a ma- major scale. We're talking two years before we see any sort of, of major implementation of LSI come into play. But uh, I, I think at, I, at this moment, I don't see any evidence that a themed link is better than an unseen link. I just don't see it. Um, uh, I, I can say, yes, this site does well, or no, this site doesn't do well, but I've never, ever been able to pinpoint it down to the presence of a themed link. I think it has other things to do, you know, I think it has more to do with the number of links or anything else, but I have never seen the presence of a themed link help a site out on a particular topic. Well, I stand corrected. I know. Oh, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we disagree, but... Uh, but I think that... Uh, That's okay. I, I mean, we're allowed to. We're allowed to disagree, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to make Jedi a horrible, horrible joke there, and I'm just not going to do it. Je- Jedi Master <laughs> followed up and said, um, you know, are they, uh, will junk links work fine? I say, yes, junk links work fine. And, and WebGrow in chat room says, a link is a link. Um, I'm still of that opinion. A link is a link is a link. Didn't yeah, mean to okay. dominate it there, well, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I should, I should leave the industry now. <laughs> no, man. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that that that, it, that do disagree with that and think that themes links are important. And the, the search engines, of course, tell you in their guidelines. Use I, I didn't links. say I thought it was important. Right. I mean, let, let, let's be straight here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still much more brute force SEO. The, the nuances right. of themed links, and I like to talk about it, and I have some theories about it, but at the end of the day, it's still easier to go get, you know, 10,000 links than it is to get, you know, worry about are they on theme, because 10,000 links in a Tier 2 or Tier 3 competitive arena is going to do it for you, every time. Right, right. Let me see if we had another question. Um, How can you tell that someone is doing a 302 to one of your sites? Two people asked me this question. Um... How can you tell that someone's doing a 302 to one of your sites? Well, in Google, um, the uh, at least this was the case a couple weeks ago, 
the old snippet from your page was showing up with the with their new title and their new URL. Um, there you and go. That's how you could tell because it was your content showing up in the snippet. Um, haven't checked within the last two weeks, but I can check that and, and get back to you. Um, so, so that's that's pretty uh, that that's pretty much the way you know it, it was to tell. Um, I would imagine I, I know that Google has some done some work lately on the 302, so I don't know if that's changed. Also, I mean the the obvious one is if you know you're ranking number one, and suddenly someone that's never you know come up before is ranking exactly like you. Um, then, then that may be a possibility as well. Problem is, you can cloak a 302 redirect the same way you cloak stuff to search engine spiders. So I can cloak a 302 redirect, and you may never know I'm doing a 302 redirect. Exactly. You got to be uh, got to be smarter than me to figure it out. To be quite Smart. honest with you, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I'm I sound I'm not really focused right now. I got carried away, and I'm looking. For that Yahoo slide. For the Yahoo, yeah, that would be very interesting. For the Yahoo slide, I have the PowerPoint in front of me. So, okay. tell you what, we're going to do. We are at the end of the the end of our first hour. We're going to take a break here. We can keep talking about Yahoo, but we're going to open it up a little bit after the break, and we're going to get uh, the terrorist, Mr. Web Gorilla, Greg Bozer himself. He's going to come on the line, and I believe Darren's going to jump in with us as well. And the four of us are going to duke it out and argue and have some fun and we're going to just continue to take questions and I think it'll be more like just a open forum SEO deal. So we're going to take some break, pay some bills and while we're gone I'm going to find this slide and when we come back I'll share all that information with you. So sit tight, we'll be right back. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect and do business. Use banners? Buttons? Sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community and hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio where everybody learns to make more money. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. 
more and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures, enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com. All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate, you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees, and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money-making info, visit PlayfulCash.com today. WebmasterRadio.fm Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? And we are back at the top of Hour 2 of SEO Rockstar special show. Uh, Jessie Stricciola with Hats Off is not feeling well tonight, so she's uh, hopefully taking it easy and getting better. So we're just going to run the show straight through for another hour here. But I just wanted to touch real quickly on the Yahoo redirect handling rules. I found the slides, so I'm just going to read them real quick, see if I can actually make sense of them, and then we're going to move on with the show. The first uh, redirect they talk about is on slide 14. I posted the link in the chat, so hopefully everybody has it in front of them. 15, oil man. 15. Well, slide 14 has a little bit about ah, meta redirect. summary, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a meta redirect greater than one second is treated as a 301. A meta redirect less than one second is treated as a 302. So uh, for those of you that are bouncing pages around, keep that in mind. Uh, the, okay, so now we're looking at the actual status code handling slide, slide 15. First example is uh, a.com with a 301 or a 302 to b.com. Um, the redirects between domains, Yahoo keeps the target. So if A.com is redirecting to B.com, 301 or 302, Yahoo is going to dump A.com, it's going to index B.com. Now, do, do you think that's proper behavior? I absolutely do. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do as well. Do. I do as well. Okay. Uh, the second one is a permanent redirect within a domain. So you have A.com as a 301 permanent redirect to A.com slash something. And what Yahoo does is they keep A.com. Yahoo keeps the source if it is a root, and the target if the redirect is between deep pages. So A.com to A.com slash something, we keep A.com. A.com slash something to A.com slash something else, we keep the something else. Now, that's I start to get fuzzy on, on that one. Well, what but, they're talking about, it looks like if, if the root... Um, it looks like if you you have a yeah it's it's questionable because it looks like they have page one to a different page they're going to keep on a permanent they're going to keep the the the, the target right there the Yahoo on this slide if you don't have it in front of you um, Oilman posted the link but on this slide there may Yahoo makes a differentiation between uh, a root um, and an inner page so what they're saying is if there's a a 301 redirect from the root to the inner page, Yahoo is going to keep the root, probably for visibility in search engines, right? What's better to see, www.domain.com or www.domain.com slash index.asp? Exactly. Um, so we understand that. Then they're saying um, domain.com slash page one, 301 redirected to another page on the domain, they're going to keep the the target page. Understand that as you've well. Moved, you've moved the page inside the site, and you're saying you've permanently moved it. Over Correct. You go. So that's all Correct. cool. Also, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to just say, finally, and this is interesting for you people, um, there, Yahoo is saying if you do a 302 redirect 
from an inner page to another inner page, they're going to keep the source page. That's, that's how you would expect a temporary redirect to be handled per the HTTP spec. But I'll tell you this, webmasters do not expect that to happen. They never expect the source page to be kept on a redirect. And that's going to be a problem because the 3 over 2 redirects are the default redirects when you enable a redirect on IIS or Apache. Exactly. So you definitely want to keep that in mind um, because that's exactly it. We, when we move, very few people, like I've never moved a page temporarily. I just never have. So, right. But I've used 302s all over the place, and uh, you know maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, I mean, just because it, you, you know they, they, they're now telling you they're going to handle it per spec, which is um, counterintuitive than, than you as a webmaster would expect them to handle it. So Exactly. So we're going to wrap up um, the redirect discussion. Uh, Jake, who do we have on the line with us? I think we have WebGrill. Are WebGrill, are you there? Do we? We do. We do. There he is. Hey, thanks for clearing up that redirect stuff, by the way. <laughs> My head's spinning. Your and head I, is spinning. I'm staring at the slide myself. A great presentation. Pretty cool that they turned it loose so everybody could download it and check it out. Yeah, definite uh, props out to Yahoo for that. Um, it, was, it was actually nice because you go to these things and you see the same presentation over and over and over again if you go to enough of these conferences. And uh, I know that Tim has put a lot of care and attention into doing new and interesting uh, presentations for all the – he uses new presentations every single time now, and they make them available to us, and that's, uh, that's great. I asked him if he wanted to come on the show tonight because we were doing the Yahoo extravaganza, and he, he didn't even respond to my instant messenger, but I'm sure he's out there listening. He's actually busy <laughs> reviewing my list of sites I submitted for H1 consideration. <laughs> so he's not going to be around for a while because it was a pretty big list. What do you think about that, Web Gorilla? Have you taken a look at any of the H1, H2 stuff and, uh, and run over it? Yeah, I've been looking at it all day, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Part of me is curious that people are even surprised by it. Because no matter what any engine says, they all hand tweak, and it's been that way really since the dawn of time. Um, they they continually spot check highly traffic search results because those are the ones the majority of people have seen. So those are the ones that are going to be written about and talked about as far as whether or not you're good or bad. And so I, I'm surprised that they did it in a way that you could see it so clearly. Um, but it's certainly not anything new. It does look like to me, though, I mean, the way the system is set up, that they're not assigning specific order. It basically looks like a batch of sites. Um, it looks to me like they're going out and picking, saying, okay, here's the top 10 or top 20 cleanest sites for this term, and then the algorithm deals with it from that point. And then the, the, the number two one is the second tier, so here's the ones that are allowed to show up from 11 on, or 20 on, or depending, you know. So that's how it looks like it kind of shakes up to me. So you probably will still see some fluctuations with some algo tweaks, but you're going to see the same core set of sites for given terms on that first page. So it's more of a preference than an actual you rank number one, you rank number two. Right, because every, everything on the first page all has one. So it's not like you're seeing H equals one, H equals two, and it's in descending order. It's, it's Yeah, well, and you see you see all the H2s together, you know, and all the H... 
H1s are all on top, and then it's H2s, then it's H0s. Right. right. So, yeah, and you usually, you know, if it's it's something definitely pharmaceutical, uh, it's definitely an area um, where, you know, you only see H1s on the homepage. And, and like Todd was saying earlier about, you know, the second-tier stuff, Fortunately, none of the stuff I'm doing right now apparently is on the radar, so that's a good thing because we're <laughs> H equals zero across the board and didn't really see any big big shakeup or turmoil there. So, But it's, it's kind of cool to be able to look at it and track it. You know, I wish everybody else would admit that they do it too. Absolutely. I'm, I'm loving the H equals zero because that's all I see on my SERPs. I know Darren's sitting on the line there. Are you, uh, are you hanging with us there, Darren? Yeah, man. What's going on, brother? Oh, well, we're just talking a little Yahoo smack <laughs> here. And, uh, we thought we'd get you involved because, you know, you're like the godfather of what we do. Oh, man. That, now, that's, that's, that, that's putting a stretch to it. I mean, I, I've been around a little bit, and uh, I've got my respect for Yahoo. These guys, have they've definitely gone through a ton of changes, you know, over the years, and... Um, you know, I, I've got I've got a huge respect for for Tim, and yeah, I mean, because here's a guy who who's been around the block, you know, and, and um, you know, he he truly understands the community and the needs of the community as well as uh, a desire to to help work on you know creating something that that is a be- better end user experience. So. You know, I, I've kind of been sitting back watching with, with a lot of interest, you know, especially as, as MSN, you know, is putting the pedal to the metal. So, you know, yeah, man, I'm, I'm very... MSN would never hand-tweak, by the way. Never hand-tweak? Yeah. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't make me lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, man. It's This is... Uh, it's 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 definitely good to see see them getting you know more proactive about you know the needs um, you know where webmasters are concerned taking the feedback and you know what have you I mean um, you know hell we're stuck they're they're actually doing their own show starting here in January you know so in my minds uh, my, my multiple minds um, you know it, it just it, it it makes me think that um, you know the 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 times that we are coming back to, you know, the kind of full circle on, uh, you know, I, I was telling a, a crew during an SC boot camp in uh, Vancouver, uh, what, October a year ago, I said, uh, you know, the day of the spider cometh, it returneth, and it is, you know, so I, I am excited to kind of see, uh, you know, how, how Yahoo is going to to handle you know the you know dealing with both Google and MSN and, and you know MSN turning up the heat you know this it's going to be interesting I have um, 43,000 questions flying in about links um, that's I pretty good for well, a room with yeah users. no 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 um, <laughs> but I see these people are, are keep coming back to me with these link questions uh, you guys mind taking a couple of these yeah rock on man all right, let's see here. How much brute force is enough? Are there diminishing returns on inbound link counts? Um, good question. You mean too many links can get you in trouble? That's that's what he's wondering. Too many or, or diminishing be, returns, at least. Well, it depends on, on the visibility of your space, okay? 
you're building a site for your grandmother that does basket weaving, and you go out and you show up on Monday with 50,000 bloggers telling everybody how great you are, <laughs> that might be a problem. I don't think it's really an algorithmic problem. I think it's a problem with the other basket people looking and going, how'd you get 50,000 links? So right. I think it, you know, it's all right. about being relative to the space you're in. You don't have to come in with a M1 tank to kill a bumblebee, you know? Well, what's interesting about the question to me is, are there diminishing returns? Um, you know, is there a difference at, at some point between one million and one million in one links? Depends on your methodology of gathering the links. If you're doing links by hand, then absolutely there's going to be a diminishing return, or if you're buying links, there's going to be a diminishing return on what spending that extra $100 is going to get you link-wise. Oh, when you're pushing a button? When you, when you click a button and sign <laughs> right. you know, 250,000 guest books, there's right. no diminishing return to that. It took, you know... You know, you might right. wear you might wear the processor out in your computer after a while. I mean, and here, here's the fun thing about links is that I, I yearn for the day that search engines go out and penalize, actually penalize sites for inbound links because I have a list of competitors I think are a bunch of jerks, and it'll just be like a free for all at that point. Because absolutely, be absolutely, that that's a very good point. That's why you know. So there really That's why block is, spam works so well. There, there really isn't a downside. There's no way a search engine can come in and say, "Okay, we found these fifty thousand links on these abandoned blogs to your company. We're going to penalize that site." Um, if they do, we could destroy the whole entire database in a matter of two weeks, and there'd be Ooh. nobody worthy showing up for anything because. <laughs> The people that run the program can just as easily put in a competitor's domain as they can a client. Right, right, and and you know what? I'll, I'll jump in here real quick and say, you know, I've I've seen someone recently um, that was doing referral log spamming, basically, um, and you know, for some of the terms they were they were looking for, you know, and the page was you know pages were optimized for. They were flying right to the top of the SERPs, you know, in Yahoo. And, you know, it was, you know, they were really happy, but uh, they put everything on a shared IP. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, right? And all of a sudden, boom, gone. Just like that. Well, what's interesting about the, the, the links, uh, going back to what you were saying, WebGorilla, <laughs> one of the, the big. Uh, what, how should I say it? The big, uh, what, what a lot of people are touting about LSI is that it's going to fix the link problem because it's going to provide a baseline for what we expect um, the amount of links to be in a topical area. And my argument is that, no, it's not really going to provide that baseline because all you have to do is go out and make 100 sites in a topical area, spam them with a million links, and then boom, you know, that baseline is now very, very high. Um, if you've got one site that sticks out like a sore thumb, sure, it'll get nuked. But the minute you start having thousands and thousands of sites come out, which in this day and age is not hard to generate thousands and thousands of sites automatically, um, that, that bar can be raised very, very quickly. So I right. don't think there's ever a way they can penalize for too many links. Well, you know, if you look through some of the, the blog spam stuff that's out these days, a lot of it's becoming... You know, definitely more effort into it, where you're seeing paragraphs of text 
posted with links that contain semantically similar words. And you're seeing people from the same industry hitting the same places. So these pages end up becoming contextually relevant for that topic just by the sheer volume of <laughs> people abusing them from the same industry. So I'm not really sure that LS... I mean, I, I, I do agree that LSI and... and the semantic analysis stuff is is the wave of the future. Um, I just don't think it's something that is, is there yet. It'll be a couple. And so, you know, and, and when that does happen, I'm sure the uh, push a button and get a bunch of links thing, time is limited. Um, but I just think if people weren't doing that, then there'd be no push for engines to develop things like LSI and get better. So... Those of you people out there in the chat room that do it, you serve a greater good. You, you help the search engines get better. Keep it up. It, it's our job. It, it's it's a higher calling, really, to help them improve themselves. Well, yeah. that's that's why Matt, you know, hides in the back of the room every time you know <laughs> we do that talk with his little uh, you know notebook, taking notes because you know at the same time that that we've shared information. And talked openly about you know some of our techniques in front of the engines, um, y you know. Ultimately, it does make algorithm search better, you know. And as long as you know, I've always said, man, you know, do, do it relevant. I mean, yeah, you can go out there and bang on, bang on the engines, you know, black hat, white hat, whatever the hell you want to call it. But you know, when you boil boil it right down to it, you know, as long as you're relevant. You know, contextually, you know that's 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 the positive thing, man. Because it's win-win-win. You know, for you, for the engine, for the surfer, and I mean that that improves conversions. You know, and that makes a a client happy, and it makes the engine happy. I mean, that's that's that should be our goal in the long run. You know, I mean, there's always going to be people out there that are going to push the limits that are going to, you know. Look for the shortcuts and, and hammer on the engines. That's just the way it is. Uh, but I, 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 you know, you're right. I mean, feedback, you know, for the engines is, I mean, it's it's a good thing. It it does make algorithm search better. What uh, I have another question here. Um, Andre asks us on a one to ten scale, um, one being least valuable, ten being most valuable. How much more valuable, ranking criteria wise? Is an inbound link from an external page versus an in, uh, versus an inbound link from an internal page on the same domain? Depends on what engine. I, I would say that <clears throat> if you're looking at the MSN beta, a link is a link. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how Google was about 18 months, two years ago. But if you're talking about Google, a link on another site is always going to be worth far more than a link, internal link. I mean... I don't know about you guys, but there was a time when, you know, we milked the internal linking thing to death. And it, you, there was a time when you would get incredible mileage out of that 20,000-page site just based on how you structured your own uh, internal linking and the link text you use. I, I've seen that drop off dramatically. And, and That was 20,000 pages of real handwritten content, right, Greg? Absolutely, absolutely. No other way. Hey, buddy, I, I got some clients that do real content on occasion. I tend to agree with you, um, but I still think internal linking is still more is still important. Um, I still see a 
I mean, if you just go and you look at Google for uh, the word home, um, that's that's been my proof of it. Uh, if you look at home, who ranks number one for home? NASA, which I could see. SETI at home, okay. But the New York Times, Microsoft is number four for home. Um, well, Java.sun is number four. In that scenario, you're, you're, you're looking at a term where internal linking really is all there is, right? In other words, New York Times, yeah, they may have the most... So it's not that it doesn't count, but there aren't people on the web linking to New York Times with the word home. So that doesn't right. really establish whether the value is greater or less than an external link. That's just oh, all I, the links there are to go by. I think it is. I think it's always going to be less because a link that you can put up yourself isn't going to matter as much as a link that right. that uh, someone else can put up. That's just common sense. But uh, it certainly still has some effect, I think. So, so cloak your links. <laughs> Uh, we, we do not condone black hat tactics on this show. <laughs> you know what? That's a dark little secret of corporate America, just so you know. I mean, that's black hat. Corporate America isn't out spamming blogs necessarily, but, you know, using IP delivery to um, present your linking structure a little bit different than how it is on the real site happens all the time. I've seen uh, I, I've seen some uh, some brands you've heard of uh, doing things like keyword stuffing. I mean, today, not old stuff. Stuff today. Um, well, it's funny because you know we're definitely going to get into a lot of that in Chicago on the our little panel we're going to do on that. But that uh, I think that you know a lot of the semi black hat stuff I've been involved in has been with brand brand names that you know and love and. Uh, they, they really get treated by a different set of rules because the dilemma that always exists is usually those cheating tactics are putting those brands in a place where people expect to see them and they weren't there before. Right. So now as a search engine, you have the dilemma of, wow, this actually made our, our SERP better. <laughs> you know? So you're going to overlook a lot of times that hidden text that gets reported day in and day out over and over and over uh, because to take action on it is going to put the page and be less relevant to the end user. So people don't really understand the concept that big-name brands can actually be a bit more aggressive than the smaller mom-and-pops if they choose to do that. that. That's dead on. I mean, at the end of the day, is Google better off with, let's say, Travelocity.com or without Travelocity.com? And I'm not saying Travelocity because they do anything bad. I'm just saying because it's a big brand that people expect to find in Google. You go to Google, you search for Travelocity, you don't find it. That's bad on Google in a big way. So, yeah, the big brands, they got, they got some serious leeway because, as Greg said, they're expected to be found in those results. Um, how important is keyword density these days? What's that? Yeah. Keyword, keyword what? <laughs> um, keyword remember what? that. Remember that comment about ranking for accounts suspended. <laughs> yeah. Keyword what? I was um, I was actually uh, looking at uh, a few sites the other day, and uh, I, I can safely say that, that keyword density plays little to zero part, um, at least as a percentage number in the SERPs anymore. Um, I, I just it, it doesn't do anything. Well, it's funny, you know. If, if there's ever a piece of software that could collect dust, it's my keyword density analyzer from 1998. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we've done things. I mean, there's time, 
what was it, uh, the big Google dump of 2001 or 2002. We had a client in a very prominent computer-related area that got thrashed, and, and we he had another site that was a similar-related field, but not as big of a money-making thing, and that, that site was still indexed. Um, but the keywords were quite a bit different. So we got the bright idea that, hey, let's go ahead and throw up the corporate site that's now out of Google on this other domain. We'll just take that site down and use the domain, throw it up, and bada-bing, we'll be back in the listing. Thing will be good. Completely different titles, different content, no stitch of the word that the site we removed ranked for. And we just, I think we bobbed maybe one spot. So that site, we still were getting hits for the terms that related to the site we took down. Uh, even after getting fully indexed uh, on the other topic and the other content. So, uh, you know, I say time and time, anytime we do talks about linking, I always say you are what your links say you are, whether you like it or not. And that's really the bottom line. And, and for sites, what people don't really get when they start building something from scratch is that uh, spending the time to really decide what it is you want to be known for, it's very hard to change that after the fact. You know, you get out there, you've been on the web a while, now all of a sudden you decide, hey, that term doesn't really convert, but you have all these links. It's very difficult to go back and get an engine to change their mind once they've established what keywords, you know, they think you're about. So, forget density. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a really long answer for keyword what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. well, you see it time and again. I mean, do a search for a term like a FTP software. Um, that's a great one. And you can even do it with Google. And here's the thing about Google. You can put the word in quotes and try to force Google to give you an exact match, and they still won't. And you'll find the majority of the pages at the top, if you look at the cache, will say this term only appears in links pointing to this page. Um, on the sites, they'll call it an FTP client. They don't use the word software in conjunction with that typically. So there's just dozens of examples that make it not worth my time to really even analyze that kind of stuff anymore. Well, we uh, we got one call-in line open, and da uh, Darren's in the room there pounding it out. Call-in number, 954-315-1707. That's right. Somebody call in because I'm tired of Jake just reading questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to make, uh, I just want to say one little thing, just going back to the on-page stuff real quick. Um, while keyword density specifically doesn't seem to matter too much anymore, um, Yahoo, since this is a Yahoo show, um, does pay attention to title and heading attributes big time. Um, I've been having great luck lately with exact matches on title and heading attributes. So something to think about when you're, when you're constructing the pages. That's your white hat tip of the night. You know, another little trick for Yahoo... Uh, is that when they crawl on their crawl cycles, they will, for a few days at a time, keep two copies of your page. So you can actually change your title like once a week and get some mileage out of having the same page show up differently for different searches based on two different copies of the page in the database. Interesting. I love that. Interesting. It's actually a cool little thing. You, know, you, you do a search for one phrase and you get uh, the listing and the title and description that you had on the page when that was done, and then you search for the phrase that you just changed a couple days ago, and the page will show up again with the new title and description. It seems to last for 
uh, between two to two days to five days at a time. So, you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff with just randomly rotating titles like that. Get kind of like getting an extra page in there. Cool. Well, All just, right. Well, I we're gonna. Wanna, I just want to say hi to Tim. Actually, he just logged yeah. into the chat and uh, jumped Uh-oh. on the stream. He must be done with my list. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have to um, break real quick to pay some bills here and uh, thank our lovely sponsors. So we're going to take a short break and see if we can't get a special guest on the phone. Uh, so stay tuned, guys. we still got 30 more minutes at SEO Rockstar. WebmasterRadio.fm. Log into the feed and linger in the lounge. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the internet. DuoCash. Cash. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. Add at your command. GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster world. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted feeds industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Tulsa to Tunisia, Boston to Bogota. All united through WebmasterRadio.fm. And folks, we're back. Welcome back to the SEO Rockstars for the final half hour of our special two-hour Yahoo extravaganza. I want to thank uh, all you guys for for hanging out with us tonight and uh, playing along. So, guys, what do you think? Uh, Yahoo hand-manipulating SERPs. We've got... uh, Redirect problems. We've got the big Yahoo blowout. Uh, Web Gorilla, what do you think? Uh, did you uh, take a look at the blowout last night? You know, it's funny. It's, with both Yahoo and Google, it's just I seem to miss all this stuff. Everything I look at is just solid. Uh, You're just too good, man. <laughs> yeah, lucky, I guess. Um, but definitely the second-tier stuff, so I didn't really um, see stuff get hugely impacted. But obviously you can tell that it did happen, so uh, a lot of other people are a bit upset. And 
Yeah. You know, exactly. I, I had heard that uh, things would be getting cleaner and tighter around the Christmas holiday time, so it wasn't unexpected. Well, when exactly did we start seeing this H1, H2, H0 stuff? When did that actually show up? I never I, looked the dates on that thread. It was, it was brought up to me. Um, now, the, the thread was dated, what, yesterday, I think. It was... Um, the people that brought it up to me said they've been watching it for uh, a couple of weeks now. Um, okay. So, so I, I believe three weeks was was the answer I got last night. There you go. I just had you know more tinfoil hat conspiracy theories running around there, and they're they're no good. They suck. So, well, Another, yeah. Sorry. You know, I, it, I, no matter with all due respect to any of my dear friends that are search engine engineers. There's no way you can look at a term like Viagra and, and tell me that that's an algorithmically generated search. <laughs> it just isn't. Because, you know, especially in those spaces where... And Google did the same thing. I mean, they'll spin it all they want, but back in the day, there was a time when terms like that were dominated by hyphenated pill hackers, and, and now all of a sudden, you know, Viagra.com is like the number one site. Uh, what was that? What was that uh, phrase? Hyphenated pill hackers? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know the guy. I, I I have no idea what you're talking about. Let and me, it, um, another little interesting tidbit about the hyphens was: were you guys there when Matt mentioned that they let them stay in as, as their barometer? I asked him why they don't just whack multiple hyphens because it's such a common trait, and so. When they get a search result that has too many hyphens in it, all of the page, that's when they go after. Hmm. I just got a, I just got an interesting anonymous PM here from yeah. one, one of our members in the, in the chat room there who says, I have both an H1 site and an H2 site. The H1 is an H2 in a different SERP, which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah, I... Search I have for one thing, get the H1, search for uh, another phrase in the industry, get the same listing, but now it's got the H2 in the redirect. Well, I that see. makes sense. Go ahead. It's always going to be tied to keywords. Exactly. Yeah, That's I mean, what we brought up at the beginning of the show, that we thought it was SERP-based and not necessarily... Well, I mean, you, you figure they own Overture. They have all the bidding data that they need on what's competitive, and they also have their own search activity data, so it's very, you always have to tackle it from what's the most productive from their standpoint. So they know that spammers go after money terms and terms that will generate revenue that are affiliate dominant, and it, they have all the data they could ever possibly need to target that in a heartbeat and, and prioritize and handle this to a couple of blokes sitting in the back room to go and, and you know, check them out and... and click a little button and say, yeah, this one's okay, this one's not. The bigger question really then, because you guys brought up earlier, was was whether or not there's money exchanging hands for these particular things. And, you know, search engines have made it painfully clear that they don't want affiliate sites in their listings. Um, they also have made it painfully clear that they want more money to to operate. So it could very well be that some of those dot bizzes you've seen who knows? Maybe Yahoo Now is an affiliate. Now, that's just speculation on my part, but certainly those things have happened in the past in the adult industry, um, you know, where deals get made and, and revenue shared. So, 
Right. Be interesting to see. No, I got. I got. Go ahead, Jake. Oh yeah, I got a couple more questions rolling in about Yahoo here. Okay, well, uh, I just wanted to follow up on what Greg was sure. saying real quick. Absolutely. Uh, the, the revenue concept is very interesting because the the anonymous user, while Greg was talking here, PM'd me again saying I did not pay for the site because we, we right. didn't. We were going to talk a little bit about Site Match Exchange tonight. And we we never got around to it. But what would be interesting is H1s, H2s related to Site Match. Uh, data, you know how how do you how do you how do you get there? Because we're saying we've already looked at some of these results, and they're very clearly not deserving an H1 or an H2. It's very clearly an affiliate site that's still got the H1 or the H2. So, you know, it's, maybe it's a site match site. Well, that would make sense. But I, I'm sure, I, like you know, like the anonymous poster said, I'm sure you can find plenty of examples where it's not. I mean, my guess it would be kind of like. Um, where if if you look for the best, you know, if you look at if H1 is the top 10 or the top, it seemed to vary for me, but here's our top group of sites, and we don't really care what order they show up in just as long as this is what's at the top, it would make sense to me that you would look and see if any of those sites are in your site match program, and if they are, you're going you're gonna to make some revenue from it. But clearly the, there's going to be a lot of areas where um, you're going to have to put sites in there that you're not making money from directly. At this point, well, I, I find it interesting to look at some of these results because as we were, look, I was looking at some more stuff here. We were talking earlier about, you know, protecting the surfer and so on and so forth. And you go and you look at the Viagra SERP, and it's clearly something going on. H twos and H ones in that SERP. You go look at, I mean, the downfall of the pill industry was largely due in part to you know, people getting greedy and selling Valium, Vicodin, Xanax, all these crazy, highly addictive narcotics. You go to Yahoo, search for Vicodin, H0, straight across the board. Right. Um, now, why would they not go and clean that up? Because that is a, clearly a problem area. People are buying Vicodin online. It's coming in from Pakistan in baggies labeled earmuffs. Well, my, my, my theory is that it's not... It's not um, keyword-based in that they just go out and pick a bunch of keywords arbitrarily. I think it's keyword-based based on search volume because Absolutely. when I took my list and I ran, you know, ran through my, my list of my, my list of top 500 searches that I've compiled, um, it's not it's a 90 percent hit rate. Right. I mean, it's 90 percent hit rate on those hand manipulations, and that tells me that that I think it's got to do with keyword volume. Well, it's the only sensible way to do it. I mean, if you think about the big picture, you got to sit down and, and you know there's some stuff you don't want people seeing. Where do you start? Well, you, you're obviously going to start with the most commonly searched on terms because that's what the majority of your users are seeing. And, you know, it makes no sense to, to approach it any other way. A lot of those terms are going to be money terms as far as financially profitable for somebody. Um, so... Start there, and that's what that's what's going to make the general. Not the webmasters. We search for what's important to us, and we make our decisions on whether Yahoo is good or bad based on how we personally rank for terms that, in the big picture, nobody really searches on. But what really decides what, how Yahoo's perceived in the public is how the majority of mom and pop, average Joe users, how they react, and so they want to go after the chunk that has the biggest amount of eyeballs in front of it. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's got. It's got to be. It's got to be because you, you're right. You do have to start somewhere. Um, I'm going to move over and uh, address a couple of these questions because we got a couple good ones here. Um, Buckworks, a friend of ours, uh, asked up. Uh, Guys, can we comment on the situation of a site's Yahoo directory description being shown in the SERPs instead of the page's own description tag? Um, she, Buckworks is talking about when you do a search on Yahoo, if you have a site in the Yahoo directory, the directory description is going to show up in place of a snippet or a meta description. Um, and she, she continues, that can really mess up one's presence in the Yahoo SERP and even make it dangerous to have a listing in the directory. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Have you run into that yet? It's the last remnant of the dilapidated Yahoo directory. <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely hate it, and it's evil. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think that, that the fact that they show a title and description that's from the directory means that they're not looking at the title and description that's actually on the page in an algorithmic search. I don't really see that to be the case. I, I just see it as a situation where it doesn't read like I wish it would because some bozo editor four years ago decided that's what it should say. You can't get it changed. So I, I wish they would show the real title. If it's a, in an algorithm, if you're browsing the directory, so be it. But if, if, I, if I type in a box and do a search, spit out what, just like any other search engine should. Yeah, spit out what, what? you crawled. It's, it's, it's annoying to me because it, it affects click-through rate. Um, Absolutely. Google, for a while, was using meta-description, right? The meta-description tag as the snippet. They may still be if the keyword exists in the, in the meta-description. And it clearly affects click-through rate when you have a sensible description. Uh, one sentence to the point, it clearly affects click-through rate. Um, we have evidence of that. So to have a, a one-line description from a directory that says, Edit.com is a big website with lots of products. And I've seen descriptions from the Yahoo directory like this. Um, that's a huge problem for click-through rate. Right, right. And I, I think that's actually changed over time. I think there, there was a time when the first ransom note snippet thing came out that, that I would argue that um, a traditional meta description would be better. But I, I think people have gotten, I know I have, accustomed to looking for seeing how the term shows up in that snippet. And when you don't see that, when you just get a generic description by an editor, I, it, it does affect how I click on stuff. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, advised to notify, and, and this is a good reminder because I don't think we're making it clear. Um, the Yahoo dis directory title or description doesn't play into rank. It's strictly a display issue. So we're, we're strictly talking about click-through rate. Um, there, it's been said that it does not affect rank in any way. So, um, so you know, one thing I want to mention is I've had luck with several of my clients um, changing that description. There is an edit form in Yahoo, and we can find it for you guys if you're interested. But there's an edit uh, suggestion tool in the Yahoo directory that you can use to advise them. And if the, the snippet is really bad, they will end up changing it. We've that would actually be several. slide number 17 on Tim's presentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great presentation. I love that presentation. Um, so. Guru is just posting in the chat room here that info search is in the house. And uh, I'm going to interrupt just for a second to say hi to Steve Lazuka, the president, uh, CEO, head cheese over at InfoSearch Media, who's one of the sponsors that is bringing this show, paying to bring this show live to you guys. So everybody wave to Steve in the chat room. Hi, Steve. Thank you, Monty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think we've we got about 15 minutes left. 
on the show here. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to grab a glass of water. We're going to play Steve's commercial for everybody to hear and to prove to him we actually do play it during the show. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect, and do business. Use banners? Buttons? Sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community, and hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make more money. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Study show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. .com. More than a name. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted feeds industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Boxer shorts or blazer? Come dressed as you are at webmasterradio.fm. Oh, we are coming back. We got about 10 minutes left on this marathon Yahoo extravaganza. And uh, we had a lot of fun the first hour just going over a bunch of the issues hand manipulation and all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. The bloodbath of last night. Dark, what was the date yesterday? November 29th. Dark November 29th. Black November 29th. <laughs> dark Monday. Dark Dark Monday. How did, why do these things happen on Monday nights? I don't know what's going well, on there. We saw that once before with Alta Vista. You remember, exactly. Uh, you remember exactly. that? I was just going to see if you were still alive here on the line with yeah, us. Yeah, baby. Real quiet. I'm yeah. all about it. I'm just keeping an eye on things. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember Black Monday with Alta Vista. I mean... Uh, I don't, I, I don't get the Monday thing either, but, uh, yeah, I mean, historically, Black Monday has been the deal, you know? It's got to be the lowest search volume of the week. So yeah. It totally it's low search volume, and, and some pissed-off engineer is hungover, had a bad weekend. 
you know, maybe that's it. Uh, I think we're going to take a couple more questions here. Uh, we got one from uh, James A., good uh, good buddy of mine on the conference circuit there. He says, do you guys see a problem with all incoming links having the exact same anchor text? Um, on Yahoo, no. On Google, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't everybody jump in at once. Sorry, I keep forgetting this is a Yahoo show. <laughs> On, on, uh, I agree with I agree with Jake on on Yahoo. No problems at all, none whatsoever. Google, some issues there. What do you think, Greg? Uh, I think that it's best that your inbound links look like they might look if they develop naturally, and and if people are not linking to you, even though we all build stuff that nobody ever linked to on purpose, uh, but if people did. They wouldn't always use the same exact anchor text, and so certainly, if I was a search engine and I wanted to flag and, and track, you know, paid links or people that I think are pushing the envelope, it certainly is an area that I would look at. Um, if you have a 99% duplication of your inbound anchor text is identical, then that's probably not natural and worth a look at. So. We have spent some time with Google trying to mix that up. But that's, I will say, too, that that's kind of where I think the first step of the semantic analysis stuff that everybody's talking about is, is being applied to links, and that'll be the first area that they'll look at. So uh, words that are semantically similar in hyperlinks is what you want to use to mix things up. I've noticed um, what seems to work good on Google sometimes is to actually um, create what I call some amateur links, and that is um, some links with the text of click here or some links with the actual text of the URL, um, you know, the HTTP. Um, that and seems we, to uh, mess some things up, and, and Google really likes that. And even some graphic links. I mean, we've gone out and bought some paid links and, and chose to put up a graphic rather than text just to, you know, mix it up a little bit. Make it look natural. I mean, yeah. the two things that we've, I mean, we're, when we talk about links, uh, really we talk about making it look natural. How fast do you roll them out? How many do you roll out? What do they look like? Play in the relevance of your industry. For sure. I think we uh, still got a little bit of time here. Uh, another question sitting here is uh, from Anonymous, I'm going to assume. Says, if I put the Google search toolbar on my site, does that hurt me for other engines? Can Yahoo legally look for the word Google without breaking laws. What law would they be breaking? Exactly. I mean, you'd think it's search for Google. I mean, I think the question really is, if I put the Google search bar on my site, am I going to be penalized in Yahoo and other search engines for, you know, using Google's search? Um, that just It'd be part of my algorithm if I owned Yahoo. I mean... Yeah. But, it, but by the same token, it seems rather uh, spurious that, you know, you would be penalized for that. Well, here, let's, let's spin it around to an issue that's probably more realistic than that, and that would be AdSense. Um, AdSense has caused, especially for some new and upcoming engines that may not have a large database of spam penalties built in, it's caused problems in the sense that, you know, pre-IPO, Google would give out an AdSense account to anybody. They, they still do, but the kind of garbage that's out there running AdSense from a, a competing search engine standpoint, it is tough to deal with. So, 
all these pages are getting created that don't rank in Google, but they're flooding these other engines. And the common denominator they all have is they have AdSense codes on them. So if you were looking to clean that up in a hurry, why would you not look and target and, and maybe demote sites that carry that code? It's, it's kind of a no-brainer to me. I'm, I'm not saying that I've been told that that's actually happening, but it's kind of like you know, Matt's comment about affiliate links, that it may be something we'll look at in the future. And it, Time to dust off that IP list and get it exactly, updated, it sounds like. Exactly. So, as a rule, you know, for the sites that we run that have AdSense on it, we, we cloak. We don't let Yahoo or MSN or any other engine see the fact that we have AdSense on the site. Now, it might be paranoid, possibly, but it's, it's so easy to do. Why take the risk? Um, and I would probably do the same thing for the search box. As this competitive war heats up, you might be surprised the kind of things each engine might do to try to gain market share against the other. And, and you want to sit out there, in my standpoint, I want to be neutral. I want to be right in the middle of the triangle. <laughs> and putting AdSense on your page is not being right in the middle of the triangle. Well, it is if the other ones don't know they're on there. Right, uh, well, uh, All exactly. Perception. All perception. Uh, Jen Starr, who is uh, just about the most well-informed AdSense person I know on this planet, just posted in the chat room that she's been watching for any AdSense connection in the Yahoo SERPs and hasn't seen any evidence uh, at this point in stuff she's been looking at. So that's uh, that's encouraging, but like like Greg says, it was it's definitely something that's easy to spot, easy to uh, to manipulate. Well, that. It just about brings us out of two hours. It says 5.56 here on my clock, so we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to pass it over to Jake. He's got a little thing he wants to do that I think will take just about the last four minutes. I want to thank <laughs> Darren and Greg for both sitting in on this last yeah, hour. I appreciate man. you guys coming in and uh, sharing your knowledge with us. It's all good. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'd like to thank uh, uh, Web Gorilla, Darren, SE Guru, and Oil Man, our hosts. Uh, I'm Big Jake, and... Uh, uh, I, I heard this on the other show, and I, I like to do it because um, you guys make this show work. Uh, Kessler, Thrama, Ray, Andre, Biz, Blue, Buckwork, Chicago, Club Pro, DC702, Bar Detective, Digital, Dilvey, Dreamcast, Elite, Webby, Whisper, Jennifer99, Green Eyed One, Guy from Oz, Hulavu, I Bouncer, James A, Jay Cornella, Genstar, Jay Vasti, Loopback, Mobile Bad Boy, Mugshot, Nevdal, Nick420, Nuke, Nymphet, Ogletree, Olias, Pa, Patrick, DSP, Max, Kate, Brada, Scott M, Seneca, Sick1726, Stazic, Sweetums, Tim, without Tim there would be no Yahoo, W Dave, We Are Legion, Wordy, YMKG, thank you guys so much for tuning in, we appreciate your support.